It, my hair does not care about me. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you like this hair? <laughs> Hey ladies, and welcome back to Herspective. And holy, so much has happened in the last couple weeks. So as our listeners probably know by now, we have moved to every two weeks for a new episode over the summer, which we mentioned in our previous episode, but just reminding you guys. But in this time, we have actually seen each other. Yes. it's For the first time. For in a whole like new months. people. <laughs> We are. It was rejuvenation. Yeah, sure. it was amazing. It's. I guess that's what will be happening for the summer as we go to every two week airing. Like so much big news will be happening because it's not just like you know seven days. But yeah, no, we we saw each other and that was amazing. Even though now <laughs> I feel like I'm always like one to put that pessimistic spin on it because now it feels like so long ago and I'm due again. So here we are. Well, we will. <laughs> We will be getting together again soon enough. Um, I mean, we had such a fun little trip. Well, I had a trip. You were home. We came and visited you, and you took me to that, like, adorable plant store. And I bought lots of plants, which I made that post about on our Instagram. All are alive and thriving, which I think is very important for me to tell our listeners because... Our, our longtime listeners know that um, I struggle. To yes. Keep plants alive. <laughs> to keep, well, as we always say, like, thank God it's just the plants that die around you and not like the kids. But I have been waiting <laughs> to record with you to ask <laughs> how they're doing. Also, a little nervous. I didn't want to be like, so how are the plants? You're like, wow, the curse continues. So I'm very, very glad to hear that all is well and all is right. And congratulations. Yeah, they're alive and thriving. <laughs> and I'm very happy about it, too. And happy to be able to report because I was actually kind of nervous if one died, what the wrath from you would be. So <laughs> I won't be mad. Or you would just but... break down into like blubbering crying yeah like you would just have a meltdown because i've I'd seen you sad. with your plants <laughs> my my plants well i would be i'm not disappointed i wouldn't say something like that i'd just be like well that's really sad lauren that you've killed an alive thing but okay we can move on <laughs> i i'm saying all this right now like such an asshole because i have killed a plant this week so oh, well. <sighs> aren't we calling the pot calling the kettle black yeah well, I was operating under some false advice, and I'm confident to say this because the advice came from my boyfriend's, like, 90-year-old grandmother, who ha- is an amazing plant mother. In fact, she's given, she's gifted me plants that are over 12 years old, which are thriving and fine, but she always brings her plants outside, so I, she was like, bring this one outside. I'm like, okay. It was a spider plant, was not making babies. I was asking her why. She's like, bring it outside. Well, I did, and it died immediately. So I should have stuck to my guns. My plants are divas. They are not outdoor plants. They like the air conditioning, and they like their mild (laughs) conditions. And when I brought her outside to the, like, harsh reality of sun, she hated me and died. So here we are. Well, I'm sorry for your loss. Thanks. I'm sure you'll get over it. I like that was a long rant I just went on. I'm sorry, but it was a tough day around here. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not blaming her or anything, but. 
But you are. But <laughs> like. <laughs> but we. But aside from the plant situations, both yours and mine, we also were able to get out and about when we were together. We got on a couple patios, not just one, which was amazing. Yeah, we did um, some patio hopping. Yeah, and I saw parts of St. Catharines, which is awesome because I don't think I've ever been there. I can't remember other than this last time. So. Yeah, no, I, I don't think I had ever been there before I moved here either. But but that is the, the cool thing with having um, like a smaller town and like a one strip street downtown. So you can just like kind of go from like patio to patio. And if one is full or busy, just go on to the next, which is what we did. So that's pretty fun. And um, and then, yeah, we went and watched the sunset because while St. Catharines is also called Garden City, but we don't have that many gardens, so I like to think of it as Sunset City. I know this is, like, so lame, but we have a sunset <laughs> beach because we have the most amazing colors of sunsets that we don't get in Toronto. So here, every single night, it's, like, beautiful pink oranges, and we, you know, went to go look for a sunset, but, of course, a cloud followed the sun as it descended, so that was a little funny, but we still got the nice colors. <laughs> Yes, it was still awesome, and it was so good to be together. And, and we, we saw a coyote, to, so. Yeah, that was random, like, yeah. just chilling, <laughs> just running around. That was yeah. not, like, yeah, that was super, weird. like, yeah. <laughs> that was fucking um, but, awesome. <laughs> and then we went to and we went to the little farmer's market, which was great. But all of this happened, like, during the weekend of Ontario lifting the restrictions. So it was just, like, extra awesome because we actually got to do all the things that we've been dying to do see each other go on a patio just like be out and about go to a farmer's market resume life yeah resume regular life but we got to do all of the things the like weekend the restrictions were lifted so it was definitely like awesome was on a big high for a little while after that feeling like feeling like I you know there was like some hope on the horizon for everything (laughs) like Um, the world is right again I guess for this weekend for this weekend (laughs) But yeah, no, the weather's been great, so things have been a much more positive experience just overall in life for the last, like, couple weeks, thank God, because as we've talked about, we've had so many ups and downs throughout this, like everybody else has, and it's definitely hard, um, yeah. but another win for me is virtual school is officially over. <sighs> you must just be, like, partying in your head, like, <laughs> like yeah, the world I is am... even better. The happy I'm probably happier than the kids like I legitimately am like yeah. they are like well I'm gonna miss my friends and I'm kind I'm like I don't care we're not missing anybody you'll we're see not, them in September yeah we're like, not talking this crazy talk <laughs> yeah I'm like well mommy doesn't miss them so no honestly the teachers this year have been amazing I can't even imagine the kids have been amazing I mean again up and downs um, especially with my youngest I've also talked about that on the show that's been a challenge and an experience I'll never forget as a parent. Um, I'm sure many, many of you parents out there have the similar feelings and have had a similar experience. Um, if you haven't, then screw you, but also lucky you. <laughs> I don't know yeah. how, you, how you've raised children that want to, of like six years of age, five, six years of age, that, that want to sit in front of a screen. But kudos to everybody involved. I've just like, 
want everything to go back to normal just like everybody else does but I'm the most happy that virtual school is done because that just needed to be over so I can just mark that off my list and be able to focus like during the day on my real job um, (laughs) that I still have and have to do. Yeah. Because the podcast don't don't pay shit. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, we're open, but we're waiting. If you want to pay us, we're here and ready. Willing and ready. Gladly record ourselves for money. So, yes. (laughs) Just throwing that out there. Picks us up. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I have to tell you something, though. I had a first today. What? I don't know. I'm probably like the only person in the world or only woman in the world, but I used dry shampoo for the first time in my life. What? Yeah, Why? How? Like, what? <laughs> oh, I love dry shampoo. How is it? How are you only? What? <laughs> are you only getting to it now? Quite shocking. I, I just have one and I felt today I needed a little help with my hair and I didn't have time to shower. Or, truthfully, I just didn't feel like it. Um, so I used it and it worked really well and I can say I'm a fan. Yeah. Which one um, did you get? Living proof. It came in a FabFitFun box. Hmm, interesting. Um, yeah, th- what you one. will find when you become a dry shampoo user is that not all dry shampoos work for um, everyone. It's about the texture. It's about color. So some of them don't look good in my hair because my hair is light. Anyways, you'll see if and if you like that one, then stick to it. But uh, yeah, I I love dry shampoo. <laughs> And I don't know, it's not like I need it because my hair gets greasy all the time, but it just gives it a little bit of extra volume. I just really like it. Yeah, that's exactly what it did. It sucked out the oil, or that's what it looks like, and uh, gave it some volume. So all you dry shampoo users, this is not hot news for you. Like, you already know how it works. This isn't even close to a hot take. This is like, (laughs) you're so late to the the show. (laughs) I was behind, and now I'm in now you're finally in like how does it feel to be part of this exclusive club feels great hair feels great looks great feels great great. you're hilarious (laughs) i just had no idea where that was going and of course it went to this random spot but good for you i have many random things this is what happens when we haven't chatted in a couple weeks i mean there's been in the media world there's been i mean tons going on but one thing that we'll chat about because we have to. We can, and we have to. And it's been a long time since, since we, we did. brought yeah. her up. <laughs> I was thinking but that, too. hello, free Britney. Like, so much happening there. Again, not a hot take, because, again, this is, we record every two, for every two weeks. But I think that um, this is something that we should just keep going, because I don't want it to be swept under the rug and, like, you know, everything in the news comes and goes. This is something, like... The pressure needs to be on, and I don't know what we're going to do about it or even anyone who is listening to us talk about it, but I feel like we're putting something out there for her, um, and I feel like she needs every little bit of help that she can get and positive energy, so this is yeah, justice us doing our part. Yeah, justice for sure, and I think what why it's such a big deal is the realization of really what she's been under through this conservatorship like what she's gone through what the requirements of her were the demands the like yes threats all all of the like 
just well the personal medical and like yeah decisions made for her i was shocked i obviously you know but autonomy has been taken from her her body autonomy like everything and and that is shocking like we knew we always said it's insane that somebody is like powerless in her own um like life i guess but I did not even consider that it went into that type of depth of her literal, like you said, body autonomy. I I wouldn't even have considered that. And that was so shocking about the IUD, about, you know, not being allowed to drive in a car with her boyfriend. I had no clue. That is Probably so because if she was in the car with her boyfriend, he would just drive off, like rescue yeah. her, take her away. Yeah. Like she'd escape, essentially. Being yeah. forced to perform, like, while really, really sick. Like all Ugh. of these things are crazy. And... It's, I guess, you know, it just goes to show you that money cannot buy you freedom necessarily. It can't buy money you power. Money can make you have, she's paying for all this with her money. No, I know. But I think many people and myself included are, we're often under this yeah like impression or belief that celebrities do yield and have more power because of their yeah, no status what, and their financial the position. And, and yeah, Britney being the queen of pop, like literally sat on top of the world for many, many years in that regard and has been under this conservatorship for over a decade. And she has a huge amount of resources and it is kind of to her detriment. Like it's being yes, used against her essentially. I bet you she wished she had no money because then they couldn't afford or wouldn't probably care wouldn't to bother. do this. Exactly. Yeah. So it's just like insane and as we mentioned before, like she's a woman around our age and a mother and a human being at the very end of the day, she is a human being who is an like fully functioning adult that should be completely allowed to make her own decisions and be in charge of the money she's earned since she was a teenager, younger than a teenager. This is her time to relax now. She did put in those years. She did put in her work. She should be able to relax and chill and enjoy all of her earnings. And it's the exact opposite. She's in a prison, even within her own body. Yeah, she's in prison in her own home and her own body. She's in prison within her own life, which is just heartbreaking. And it's heartbreaking to hear that she said she wants to have more children and she can't, obviously, like because of the IUD thing. And and so it's it's just devastating. And like, I think, again, it's like... A serious topic because everybody contributed in some way as a fan um you know when it she, as when the media portrayed her as crazy and the drug addict and all the things we fed into it we believed yeah, we it bought the instantly magazines. without even questioning and that's the power of the media as we know and it's like i do feel a little bit of guilt not like you said what are we going to do about it but i obviously something is happening because of how many people are speaking out and how the free britney movement has got started and like grown exponentially so i think it it wasn't being brushed under the rug it wasn't just this sort of like like d-list um news story anymore it's really got brought to the surface because it's like why is she in a conservatorship no one else like of this age with this notoriety with this much money this power at, like has this, well, this ability of, this yeah, literal exactly. ability to, to be an adult to yeah. make her own decisions nobody and, is ever in a conservatorship at, at this stage right and and just actually the fact that she was put on lithium as she says oh my god i mean that blew my mind same that's fucking devastating to be forced to take any drug ever 
Yeah. I'm, left, I'm lost for words. I just feel so fucking bad for her. I feel so outraged and disgusted that in front of everyone in this day the and world. age, in front of the entire world, this is happening to a woman and and man, woman. It's not about that. It's the fact that this is happening to somebody who we all love, who we all have watched um, grow up know. and change and become well, a mother and, and just be, be so talented, destroyed by the media when she was a mother, when she was like trying to be your happiest because we all know that she yeah. wanted children so badly. She was only portrayed in a negative way it was yeah. never Brittany the great mom or Brittany and her beautiful babies like it was just constant negativity and that has all been the mainstay and basically what those conversations were like if it ever came up it was just negative instead of and and really no one ever asking questions or like saying like yeah this is kind of weird and or if people did they're like well she why would she be in a conservatorship well she's crazy it's like she there was just be. no no real like evidence or anything and it was and i mean we all talk like we know britney personally and we don't but i guess so many of her fans and people in her life are just on that human level now being like she is yeah. just a human and deserving of regular human rights like the rest of yeah. us and and, and that's because what happens, she is though. a huge pop star you can't ignore the fact that she's back in headlines all over again yeah, but that's what happens, though. Celebrities are um, always thought of as, you know, not as human as us. That's And I, yeah. I, I'm I, guilty of thinking that. Like, and too. my whole thought about it was, even when it was going on, like, I know that the tabloids aren't real. I know that the headlines aren't real. Like, oh, my God, Kim is, you know, they whatever. They say pregnant with, like, five people's babies. Like, they say ridiculous things. I don't believe any of them. And I never... I would never put a lot of weight on on those headlines and I would always assume that celebrity celebrities also wouldn't because they know it's fake too. They know more than anyone that it's fake cuz it's not it's their life. It's not true. So I would always take the stance of who gives a shit if they want to sell their um, magazines or or their shows on false news. But in doing that and not taking it at face value, what it's doing is allowing it to continue. And that is the problem here, I think. You know what I mean? Like, that's how I feel like I've played it. Instead of being like, why do you care what they say about you if it's not true? Even like with what happened with Khloe Kardashian when she was talking about how it's so hurtful. Like, why do you give a shit? You're in your house. You're in your life. Why do you care about some loser online talk shit to you? But it's got to weigh on them. And oh, I think that's sure. what's happened here a lot. And where yeah. I was saying, who cares? Well, we we should care, I guess. And, you know? and we would care. And I would care if, you know, you only see articles about yourself or posts about yourself that are like negative and nasty and just picking you apart, picking your life apart, criti criticizing every single thing. Yeah. And no, never any positivity. Of course, it's going to weigh on you. Again, these are also humans. So. And it, these are their insecurities. I guess that's where it really gets into those cracks. Because, again, it's like, why do you care about what strangers say about you and they don't even know you? But if you hear, if you read a headline that's your worst insecurity about you, well, you're going to believe that. Like, you know, that's that's the small that's well, the... it's validating that insecurity, right? Exactly. Like, if you're like, well, I already feel this way about myself. And millions of people are feeding into it and agreeing with it or perpetuating it, saying it to or me. Or just saying or it. Directly. Just like, putting course, it out there. It must be true. It must be true. I must actually be 
example, fat or ugly ugly sister or stupid or have mental health issues. Like, so, you know, crazy, like all the things that they say about all of them. And it can't be motivating for you to want to continue producing any kind of work, whether you are a actor, singer, dancer, whatever, whatever you are, whatever your claim to fame is, like, why would you want to keep putting yourself out there if all you're going to get is the negativity? So I'm glad well, she and has. One more thing th- about that is the what again, you think who cares what a magazine says about you, but they're out there in interviews and the interviewers are asking them about it so they are having to address it you know them bringing it up and saying how does it make you feel whatever it is maybe they're not saying oh we heard you're fat like what do you have to say about that it's like how does that like even them bringing it up at all you're now having to address it and that's terrible like we watched we saw that in framing britney documentary and she's having to like say things like and cry in these interviews because it's devastating oh that's what what i really like took from all this i guess lately yeah i think the big learning here is we do have to respect that celebrities are humans and deserve decency and human rights and i i mean i still am going to maintain that if you're in the public yeah no i light, know that man. like that like they are there is an element of that of that i mean unfortunately but that is just part of it i Doesn't don't mean think it's they right. should be subjected to abuse that's i guess no the they bottom shouldn't line. and Nobody i 100 agree with that um but people want to know about your life and you know without the people you wouldn't have the fame and the fortune usually so i guess there is this element of obligation but no there shouldn't be abuse like we we really don't have the right to their private lives we shouldn't be able to know about that the struggles that they're having like just things that we don't want people to know about our private lives like celebrity should have that <laughs> like our deepest um, and darkest insecurities yeah, exactly i don't know and i don't know like the solution like do we just not have like celebrity news anymore just to avoid any of this well like, that's it's a, not it's going a really, anywhere of course not but it's just like an interesting like thought like what is it the is. solution it is do we just as a society try and just be more respectful well, great let's like in theory a lovely sentiment but it's not going to happen because people live to be trolls that's yeah. the other thing like yeah. and now they have access to their social medias and like you're closer to the celebrities in and are more able to troll so before it was just like headlines on a magazine yeah, but now it's like it a comment on, on their dm and they have to see a thousand of the same your yes. ugly comments or your crazy comments that is very painful, I'm sure. And then being tagged and it shared and like anything you yeah. do, right? So yeah, yeah it's awful. Um, and I mean, at this point, all we can say is like we support the justice for Britney, and I hope she gets it. And I hope the people that have been responsible for keeping her in this conservatorship and this abusive lifestyle are brought to justice too. Like they really, yeah need to be held accountable yes this isn't isn't normal um so no they should fucking go to jail as britney said like these sickos yeah and they should pay her back oh that would be amazing i hope that happens that would never happen (laughs) but they should yes well anyways guys that was our like recap of the britney (laughs) situation we had to get it off our chest we know most of you are probably following it we want to know what you think about it or like if you have any insider info obviously we want to know and then so i actually have one more thing to share with you and our listeners because i've decided to try and go a lot more meatless i know we were chatting about it when i was visiting you 
Um, so I placed an order with a company called The Very Good Butcher, and they're out of Vancouver, so they are a Canadian company, and I'm getting a pack that includes like kind of everything um, meat-wise, not like chicken, like beef and pork, so it's substitute for like ribs and pulled pork and burgers and taco meat and like just a bunch of different stuff. Sausage. But is it meat? No, it's not meat. It's a so, bean So it's protein. like meatless ribs? Yeah, it's completely meatless. Um, wow. It's all bean and vegetable, mushroom. So it hasn't arrived, but I wanted to announce it because I'm going to try it and I'll tell everybody how it is because if anybody's yeah. considering going more meatless, I'm not saying I'm going meatless. Um, I'm just trying to go less, eat less meat and have less meat in my diet. Um, more for sustainability. Yes, some for health, but like just like, with everything going on in the environment and uh, watching the Netflix documentary Seaspiracy and I watched Cow Which I haven't years seen it ago. yet. Yeah, it's all just devastating and yeah. I really don't need to eat it. So this is like, you know, when people say, oh, well, one person's not going to make a difference. I believe that we can and I'll let you yes. guys know how it tastes, how it goes. It's a Canadian company, like I said, so obviously I'm excited to support. And um, I hope it's delicious because if it is, <laughs> I will highly recommend it. Because and if it's if not, then that was a waste it, of money. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, in a I way, know. You're yes, doing a good but, thing. <laughs> but yeah, so I'll keep you guys posted. And um, yeah. if anybody has any questions or want more information, um, feel free to DM us. No, they are not sponsoring us, but maybe they will because <laughs> i will post about it so take a look for that awesome well on that note i think we can dive in yeah we can definitely dive in we have a fun show today we are talking with kimberly the content creator and founder of the amazing instagram account the chic confidential she is just uh, just such an awesome I want to say influencer because she definitely has influenced us, but I know she doesn't prefer that term. I want so to say friend creator. because we love yeah, her, but again, our, our new bestie. Whether she wants, she's to not or consenting not. to that necessarily. <laughs> we are speaking for her. Yeah. Um, no, the She Confidential is one of our favorite accounts. Um, we were super excited that she agreed to chat with us because we have both seriously been influenced by so mm-hmm. many of her posts. Um, she's just someone who's really real also that's why we were drawn to her account but just like a bit of a recap about her account the she confidential is a space for strong non-judgmental women who empower other women so obviously that also spoke to us at perspective because that's what we're about to um in case you didn't know (laughs) yeah in case you are new here that's what it's about um so it's just a platform for women for you she kind of has something for everybody Um, so if you don't follow her and you're looking for valuable info, like life hacks, skincare, beauty, health and wellness, recipes, fashion tips, everything, it's the account for you. And she also has a blog, which she talks about too. So you'll hear about that. Uh, but she's just so kind, so like fun. Her content is absolutely amazing. We love it. And it's real. Like we actually came across her because of Taya who also was on our show. She is singer-songwriter, another incredible person. This family just oozes talent, <laughs> apparently. Yeah. Um, both absolutely stunning women and just very cool. So when we talked to Taya, she let us know about her sister, and we started following and have been hooked since. 
Um, so yeah, that I think is a big intro and uh, we're excited to talk. Yeah, very exciting. So without further ado, welcome to the show, Kim. Welcome, Kimberly. Welcome to the show, Kimberly Marquis. We are very excited to have you Thank here. You. And really quick, I'll Thank explain why me. I enunciated that is because we just had a conversation about your, um, how to say your last name. And uh, <laughs> we just learned that your sister, who also, Taya, who's also been on the show, says it differently. So it really threw me for a loop. <laughs> she does. Glad we got I to know, the bottom of that. It's weird. <laughs> no, we are so excited to have you on. As I just uh, probably Thank creeped you. you out two seconds ago <laughs> when we started, <laughs> I am a huge fan of your account and everything you do. And I, you know, I often think about this because I'm not even like one of those girls that ever looks at any tutorials or anything like that online. But your account, I'm checking it every day to see where you're up to. So very excited Aww, to have you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much. Yes, we definitely um, have been wanting to have you on and so glad that it's finally worked out. Me too. Going off of what Jess just said, I don't really do the tutorial thing either, but that's one of the reasons that we love your account and why we wanted to chat with you is because you stay so consistent. Like it's really refreshing because you really stick to like, it seems anyway, the things that you actually like, the things that you actually want to talk about, the things that you actually use. Like it doesn't, it comes across very authentic. It doesn't come across like somebody, a brand or a company has paid you and is like, here, do this, uh, do this post. And uh, that's that. Like you, you really come across super authentic. Thank you. Thank you. I really appreciate that. Um, I try my best to be my real everyday self on on social media. Obviously, everything that you see on social media is not what it it's not real life, right? It's it's an edit of your life, but I try my best. There is so there are so many content creators, influencers on social media and I do try my best to stay the absolute realist that I can, especially when working with brands because I I am so selective and, and, you know, just going off your point there, Lauren, um, about working with brands and how it comes off so authentically when I, even if it is a sponsored post, that's because I'm really, really selective with the brands that I work with. And I think you have to be, because if it was a product that I was using that didn't, that I was trying to be fake about, you would notice that right off the bat. Um, so working with brands that align with my values and my daily life is really important to me. And I feel like when I work with brands like that, it just naturally comes off authentically, whether it's skincare or food or whatever um, that I'm, you know, I happen to be promoting or happens to be a sponsored post. Um, It's stuff that I would use in my daily life. It's stuff that aligns with the She Confidential values. And um, I try my best to only work with brands like that, brands that truly get my vibe. Yeah, and you know what's funny? I know you're an influencer and a content creator. I know you're doing these things, but off the top of my head, and I I know some of your favorite brands. Um, I don't Mm -hmm. think I'm going to not be able to sound... (laughs) 
I'm going to sound creepy with everything I said, but I, I can't think of like things that are actually sponsored posts for you. So because it, it seems so incorporated in your like day to day. Right. So when you're even when you're doing your makeup, exactly. I can tell when, um, you know, Victoria Radford is one that comes to mind because you like will do something yeah. all with all of their product in one post or whatever. Uh, again, I'm not probably saying the lingo because I don't follow tutorials very often. So I don't really know like how the sponsored content looks or, or these posts look, mm-hmm. but um, it yeah. doesn't come off like, okay, this is a sponsored ad for this because it, it looks so natural how you're incorporating it. So that's, yeah. so what you're saying is true. <laughs> yeah, I'm validating. I mean, you'll never see a brand, you'll never see a sponsored brand on my account once. It's, it's always something that I'm going to continuously use. Um, you'll continuously see it in my posts because, and that's, that's not the sponsored part of it. The sponsored part was one post, but I personally can't do that. It's for me, it, it like, I'm going to enjoy the product. Like you said, for Victoria Radford, none of the stuff that I'm post now is sponsored. They're just products that I absolutely love. And I feel the need to share with the people who follow me. Amazing. So. I try my best to be like the most authentic. No, it definitely (laughs) comes through. And I mean, that's also what we wanted to chat about is like, how did you even get into this? So we mentioned it in our intro, but um, you are the face, the account called The Chic Confidential. And... I, I mean, I, we, in all honesty, we started following you after we did have a conversation with Taya and had her on the show and she talked about you and, and, um, mm-hmm. so we were really intrigued obviously and started following right away. But when did this actually start? Like, and how did it start? I think, yeah, that's you know, that's always the interesting, yeah, that's always the interesting thing for me about content creators or influencers. Yeah. And yeah. you can tell us what you prefer to be called because I know that some people have their preferences <laughs> around those two terms. But like, sure. you know, for someone like me, like I, I couldn't just become a content creator. Lauren wants to be. <laughs> yeah, she needs I, the tip on how to get I there. <laughs> yeah. Tell me the secrets. But uh, how did you, yeah. did you mean to or is it like by accident? No, I'll, I'll tell you how it happened. Okay. So I was in university. This was so long ago. I was, I, my background is in fashion. So I took fashion communication at Ryerson university and I was surrounded by inspiration constantly by creative people, right? We were always creating something. My classmates, my, you know, the other students in the class, we were always constantly creating, whether it was curating in a fashion show or creating a cover of something, graphic design, whatever. It was, there was just so much creativity and inspiration. And I was filling up scrapbooks, like physical scrapbooks, like crazy. I was doing like four a year. And one time somebody said, I know. And it was just like, you know, filling the book with like magazine cutouts and fashion show looks and things like that and finally somebody said why don't you put this on the internet why don't you start a blog and I was like huh interesting and this was like when blogs weren't even a thing let me tell you it was like one of the first like there were just a very very few blogs out and I thought okay like let me just see what this is I'll put start putting my throwing up my inspirations on a blog and this is so embarrassing I can't even believe I'm telling you guys this but it my blog at the time was called these shoes are made for talking <laughs> that's 
that's adorable. That is very that's good. A, that's yeah. a very good I blog think it's clever. name. You have like yeah. blogs always have those like really kind of fun and cutesy names that kind of yeah. make you look into it and you're like, oh well, what's yeah. this about? Like there. Yeah. But what I have to ask, I maybe you don't want to date it, but when did this start? Like what year? <laughs> oh my gosh. So I'm trying to think now what year did was I in university 2006 I want to say yes 2006 was when I think I started everything and so I started um these shoes are made for talking (laughs) and I put a bunch so it was a fashion blog strictly fashion no beauty no skincare not a lifestyle blog or anything like that strictly fashion um just throwing out my inspirations on this blog and I started to see the numbers. I started to see that people were actually interested in what I had to say, um, what, you know, just, they were engaging. They were engaging. They were interested. They were reading the blog. And I just decided to keep going at it. And I was like, okay, well, like that kind of excited me a little bit that people actually were interested in what I had to say. So I kept going with it. And then um, I graduated university. I landed like a dream job at the time and kind of gave up on the blog. I was, I was working in events for a media company and I was like, Oh my God, this is like my dream job. I'm just, I'm going to put my focus into this completely. And I just let the blog go a little bit and then picked it up a few years later. Then it became the She Confidential. And that's when I kind of rebranded everything. I was like, okay, what, what am I now? Like I've grown since the fashion blog. What is it now? Um, and really nailed down my niche, really nailed down, you know, my branding, who I was, what did I want? Like, why was I creating this blog in the first place? And, um, yeah, then it, then it became almost like a lifestyle beauty blog. Um, so it's, you know, it's a, it's a platform where, women it's for women it's a platform where women can come on be themselves be their authentic selves come to get tips and tricks life hacks beauty tips skincare you know whatever and no judgments at all like you know I I talk about everything on the blog and um don't I don't shy away from you know being my authentic self whatever I'm doing and if things that are working for me, I put up on the blog. So it kind of, yeah. So that's the story <laughs> of how it started and how it came together. It was, yeah, it, I, it was so long ago. That's amazing though. <laughs> when I started it. Yeah, yeah. How do you get from that to having a blog where people, people are reading it to where you are now where people are reaching out to you being like, can you please sponsor my, my product? Yeah, it's, it's crazy. Like it actually, every every brand that reaches out to me, I am like shocked all over again. And I'm like, you know, again, just feeling super blessed, so proud that I get to work with the, the brands that I do. And it, it like, again, like I said, it surprises me every time I'm like, Oh my God, this company wants to work with me. Like, this is crazy. And I get that feeling all the time. I never take it for granted. Not once, um, that I, I get to do what I, you know, what I love to do. Um, which is, which is creating really good content for people. So so, but really though, how did that happen? That's what I'm wondering. Like, yeah, like how did like, you go from the blog to Instagram? Yeah, and was it just because you're like, oh, Instagram's now a thing? There's this new social media platform. I'll start like I'll just kind of transition, or did you maintain both, or do you still do both? 
I still do both. I, I call myself a blogger. I call myself a content creator. I'm probably, I, I don't love the word influencer. Um, I think that's sort of a newish term, um, but I still maintain the blog. I put posts out once a week. Um, there's still people, like it all depends on your generation, your age, if you're still reading blogs, right? Like there's definitely been a drop in readers, but there's still a, a lot of people that want to go to blogs and read blogs. Like, you know, the, with the rise of social media, with the rise of Instagram and TikTok and all of that, less people are reading blogs. More people want the quick videos. They want the reels. They want the TikTok videos, yeah. the 30 second, 15 to 30 second videos. Um, but I still very much maintain the blog and social media as much as I can. Um, of course I had to get on Instagram because, you know, that's where I'm gaining a lot of my readers because they come to Instagram, they see what I'm about. And then the, the goal is to drive them to the blog. So I still very much, like I said, I'm, I'm a writer. I love to write on the blog. I love to put out blog posts. It's, that's my first love. Um, Instagram is where I, again, where I can be my authentic self, where I can introduce products, but you'll see when I introduce products on Instagram there, there's more of it on my blog. So you'll see a snippet on Instagram of a product that I absolutely love, but I'm not giving you a lot on Instagram. I'm, I'm asking you to come to the blog to read about the product that I've now just introduced on Instagram. Right. So it's, yeah, I mean, did I, did I want to get on Instagram? Of course. Yeah. I mean, I think that that's where a lot of, um, my audience comes from. Um, I'm not on all social media platforms. I'm, I'm not on TikTok. Neither are we. Um, Neither are we. <laughs> We're I, barely I just, on Instagram. I don't know that I can, right? It's hard. It's a lot. I don't know how you guys lot. do you it. To, like, this must be, I know. It's do a you lot. have an actual full-time job? Like, cause how do you have do. time to do this? And and Drew is such a good sport, your husband, because, sorry, can we call him Drew or is it still Andrew? Yeah. <laughs> It's Andrew. Just, just feels like we're all close personal friends here at this we're point. We're part of the family now. We know everything my, about your My lives. brother Drew over there. <laughs> he's such a good sport because he's always yeah. like with he you. And, <laughs> that's so embarrassing. He is. He is. He's so supportive. He honestly is. But like there is also a fine line there. Like he he's not a social media yeah. guy. He does not want to be on Instagram that much. I mean, I would love to have him all the time on <laughs> Instagram. I'd love to snap him in the background because honestly, our day to day is hilarious. And I'm like, can we, can I just, can we do need that this again? for the post? <laughs> but I know, but yeah, he's, he's not about that. He's not, he's a private guy. Um, you know, he, he has a private account on Instagram and he posts like once a year. <laughs> so does he care that yeah, this is part of your life? Like such a huge part of your kind of private life in a way. Yeah. It's, it's interesting. And we've had, you know, we've had our discussions yeah. or arguments <laughs> um, when it comes to, to social media, because, you know, there is there, I, I don't share everything as though, as much as it seems mm -hmm. like I do share of everything, course. there's, there's obviously our private life and I do keep us, him and I at least private. Mm -hmm. um, 
every once in a while he'll show up on Instagram for something and, you know, and that's fine. But yeah, I, I mean, it's taken a lot of discussions and communication between him and I in regards to social media because it is so public. And, you know, there's certain things that he'll remind me, even when I was doing the house tour, he's like, okay, well, we got to be careful because you can't just show the the yeah. numbers outside our yeah. house and I was like okay yeah good call <laughs> thanks for that sweetheart yeah that's true <laughs> so he'll you know he he get he worries about my safety a little bit but um other than that like y- you know it's I I try to balance it in in a good way and and I respect the fact that he doesn't want to be on Instagram a lot and I totally respect that um and even when it comes to me sharing you know, if we're at a restaurant, I'm, I'm not going to be on my phone. I will take a picture, mm-hmm. which I've gotten really good at. I will take the photo and he'll be like, okay, let's do this. Take your photo and then let's put your phone away and let's enjoy dinner. And that's absolutely like, you know, we found a, a good balance between a good compromise. between social media and our So life. you guys absolutely. figured out yeah. like you needed boundaries to be able to have this as part of, of your life or your lives together and... I'm sure that took some time to figure out because I always wonder that about content creators or influencers that are in a relationship and maybe their partner isn't either involved at all, like you would never know, or they, you know, they'll have a cameo here and there, or there are some influencers and content creators that started out just them and then their partner was interested and is like kind of brought more and more into it and then it kind of becomes this couple's account. Um, so, I mean, I, I totally get that. And my husband certainly doesn't live on Instagram or social media, media at all, like the way I do. Of course, we have the podcast, so I do have to kind of be present on it sometimes (laughs) and we try our best. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he kind of chooses to keep separate from a lot of that stuff. And I, I also have a private account. So do you, Jess, where we, you know, share our, our lives that are more like intimate in terms of like our friends and our family and my children and your kids. Yeah. You're better at exactly. social media. I have, I have a private account as well, which do is you? like nobody knows about. Just yes, I do. It. I do. I feel Where betrayed. Just... <laughs> <laughs> like what? How could you? I know. <laughs> and certain people find me Jess and they, they, certain followers. I'm, yes. <laughs> I promise I'll accept Thank you. you. I think we're friends now. <laughs> but it's, it's not, it's not exciting. I don't share tutorials, nothing. It's literally like I follow some really close high school friends right. and it's completely, you know, I, again, I post maybe twice a year yeah. on that, that account. It's, it's just for very close well, family it's like and friends. So. so much time to have both. So sometimes do you feel like, and, and maybe, I don't know if this is how people feel, but because the blog and your Instagram and your presence takes up so much time, like you said, you go to a restaurant and your first instinct is to take your photo and then so it's it does it feel like sometimes that online presence is like the third wheel in your marriage or your relationships or your day-to-day yes and no and not in a bad way I don't mean it like it's a bad not in a bad way definitely not no it it almost becomes second nature when you are a content creator especially for me it there's always at the back of my mind, it's it's always like, could this make good content? Could I share this with my followers? I mean, there's there's times where I can shut off, like, you know, and, and take a weekend off. But I I find like it's 
it's fun to share with my followers. It's fun to, and you know, like sometimes Andrew and I will we'll go for a walk, we'll walk to Starbucks and I'll grab my, my cup of coffee and I'll take a picture and he goes, do you really need to do that? He's like, do you really have to share your cup of coffee? And I was like, you know what? Yes, because that sharing that photo gets me so much engagement. I get to connect with my followers. People are messaging me about what I, what drink that is. And then they share their favorite drink. And then I get to try another drink. And there's just so much like, there's just, I, I start building friendships on Instagram with people and just, I'm able to connect with my followers that much. And you know, there's like times where he just won't understand that even after four years of being together and doing this, He'll be like, why did you need to snap that Starbucks cup? <laughs> why did you need to snap your coffee? And you know what? I, I don't, I, I don't, he doesn't have to understand that. He doesn't have to understand all of it. As long as he's there and supportive, right. that's fine. But yeah, you know, going to your point as in, in uh, saying that, is it a third wheel? Sometimes, yeah, I would say so. And again, not in a bad way, but just that my mind is always creating. I'm always creating in the back of my mind, like, wherever we go, whatever I'm doing, I'm like, if you know, I'm, I'm cooking and there's like a really cool like cooking hack, I'll be like, okay, I want to yeah. share that with my followers. You know, because... people are going to be interested if you're interested. There's a good chance exactly. we all want to know that and we do. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, you, exactly. you seem like you've set up like really good like boundaries in that regard where like he kind of accepts like this is part of your life and this is how much time it takes because I, I could see that like even when we go out for dinner and I'm cer- certainly don't or we certainly don't have the following you have but yeah I, I feel like I want to share some things because we have to get the picture done yeah we have to do like our homework kind of yeah and and yeah. or I'll, yeah. like even with totally. my husband and he's like uh what are you doing I'm like, well, I don't know. Like, this is a great spot. Like, I want people to know about it. Like, it, and it comes from like a genuine place. And that's the other thing that I feel from you is that it's genuine. Like, Starbucks doesn't need any more promotion or anything. But some of the other things that you do share, um, maybe smaller or things that people aren't aware of or thinking about, and you are genuinely interested or you care about a business or a brand and you want to help expose them more the public and sometimes that's how I feel too but like I get it from the outsider's perspective where they're like this I don't understand like this makes no sense why you're taking a picture of this plate or like whatever and I'm like well you don't get it but that's fine yeah but it does take up a lot of people do and your your (laughs) followers would definitely appreciate it um of course yeah and like I mean (laughs) Just some, and I appreciate it as one of those followers because before we uh, started recording, we were chatting about like how we, you know, creep everything you do. Um, but no, we've we've taken so much away from your account and like some of the items and products and everything that you've posted. And like two things for me right off the top are, are the face roller. Um, after you did oh, your yes. whole, the ice yeah, roller. like oh, yeah. you did a post about that and I literally ordered it from, oh my God, there's three things now. <laughs> now that I'm um, the, the face roller, the, um, I have some to list too, the by makeup, the, way. <laughs> the, the three tiered makeup stand, the clear plastic one. Yes. Oh my God. It's Isn't the best. Amazing? I was like, oh, I need that. She's right. So I do good. need this. Yes. I, I'm ordering it now. Um, I don't mean to make you guys buy everything, but it's the best. Again, I'm, it's coming from no, a good place. I'm sharing. It what did. Works for me. It was you love like it. keep it up. I just had this little small one, and it was ugly, and I didn't it didn't fit all my stuff anyway. So things were just piling up. So this actually is perfect. And people have come over to my house and like, oh, where did you get this? I'm like, well, 
well, I saw it on an account. And then, and it's just from Amazon, um, obviously. But then the other thing that's most recent is someone, I guess, showed you or you followed someone that you saw it on, but the adding a lemon slice to the smoothie (gasps) hack. And that was a game changer. Yes, that is a friend of mine. And uh, she messaged me about that. Oh my gosh, I can't, I can't believe I've not been making smoothies without a slice of lemon. And then I got so many messages from people being like, how do you do this? Do you squeeze the lemon in there? Do you put the slice with the, the rind? And I was like, yes, put the entire slice in there. It is game changing. It's delicious. Right? I haven't tried this. What is this? It tastes, oh it gosh, tastes like to, an actual cheesecake, like a blueberry cheesecake. Yeah. But refreshing. Yeah. Like a blueberry lemon yeah. cheesecake. It was it I think you need so to do good. a repost of this. I miss this somehow. Okay. Just send it to send it directly to us. <laughs> yeah, send maybe it to Jack. I'm sure yeah. yeah, not everyone missed it. Well, I'll tell you the one that I had to buy. Um you had and I just took it off today. Um mint uh the mint uh OPI nail polish. Oh <laughs> best ever, wasn't it? And I found it on Amazon. I went and had to go buy that because it was so nice. And I was worried because you and I have very different skin tones and it looks so good with yours. I'm like, oh, sometimes when I wear, I'm very pale right now. I'm sunburned. But sometimes when I wear blues, I look like a corpse. So I'm like, no, you got to be careful. But this one really works. So good. Good call. It works. (laughs) So it's funny that you prefer the term content creator. But just based on this like small part of the conversation, you literally have influenced us. Mm-hmm. to make these purchases <laughs> yes. and it's, it's not yes. the first and i'm sure it won't it's be the last 100 not get. the last sometimes i just scroll through your account and be like what do i need and what have i missed yeah. here like i'm sure there's something that pops out so i take a lot of your like lifestyle content mm-hmm. um yeah. more than like the makeup side of it like i want to see you know mm-hmm. like decor yeah. and mm-hmm. uh yeah like the food hacks yeah. and things like that because those are Things but that. your makeup stuff is – I'm sorry. Sorry, Lauren. <laughs> I'm like, I'm too excited. Uh, I love your makeup tutorials because I don't know how to do my makeup. I just throw it all on, like, and I have I don't change. I don't stray. You will use, like, a different blush. You'll use different eyeshadow. Like, I didn't even know that was a thing. I thought I have to have my one color blush, and I never change it. <laughs> Oh my god, I love blushes. Throw all the blushes my way, though. I will try them all. <laughs> so how do you know? I should do how... a post on blush. Yes, you should. Okay, now we're influencing you. <laughs> <laughs> See, full Goes circle. both ways. <laughs> but how do you know? How do how do you know how to do your makeup like that? Like, how do you when they send you a blush or when they send you something? Are you getting crazy creative mm-hmm. or like how do you know what to do? Honestly, you don't. You just you just play with it. Like makeup is the most fun to play with. Honestly, I just I have a day and being in quarantine or this whole this whole year of being, you know, with COVID, I've just I've had to put makeup on because I still do, you know, I still create content daily. I don't wear makeup daily. I'll choose like, you know, three times a week where I'll put makeup on, but I will just play with the stuff that comes in and something, sometimes it'll work. Sometimes it will be like, oh my God, what did I just do? I look like. And are you just filming (laughs) all the time and then like, oh, maybe I'll use it. Maybe I won't. We'll see how it turns out at the end. And do you ever cut some? Sometimes, yeah. Is it bad? And you're like, oh, I can't use that. (laughs) Um, 
you know what? There was this one tutorial. I don't remember if you guys saw this or not, where I did those heatless yes. curls. Yes. Oh my god, I, I loved it. that one. Oh my god, did not work for me at all. But I was like, you know what? I have to post this because this is like crazy. I look insane. Yeah, but your natural <laughs> so hair is so curly and nice, and you rarely wear it. Yeah, for the camera at least. It's, I know, I know, I know. It is. It's so curly. Yeah, I need to start wearing it more naturally. I hear you. We're influenced to do that there too. Also. But Lauren has hair just yeah. like you, and you both are always straightening it. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a lot of work. We always we always want what we don't have. Yeah, it yeah. is. It is like even leaving it just naturally curly. It is like yeah. to maintain that. It's a lot. It's just easier. Yeah, to you get like hair, three to, to five days out of straight yeah. hair, or once it's like straight and starts waving, you just add some curls into it, and like you get another couple days. So exactly. A little, little exactly. dry shampoo, and for if you're me though, your hair will last about a week. Yeah, mine, oh, my mine hair lasts last. one day. No matter what I do to it, it lasts only one day because my hair is wavy. Hold on, you wash your hair every no, day? No, no, no. But if I okay, so my hair is naturally. If I come out of the shower, it's curly, but it's so long, it yeah. weighs it. There's so much hair, it weighs it right down, so then it starts to go straighter. But if I brush it, then it turns into an afro. Like it, my hair does not care about me. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you like this hair? <laughs> I know. Like, th- what is this right now? What is happening? This is unclear. But it's so yeah. Thick what do you mean? Oh my gosh! It's well, thanks. <laughs> Thanks. Today is a bad hair day, though, hence this pony. But anyways. So, yeah, more on, like, the actual creation of your content. Do you build out, like, specific times in your schedule? Because it's the other thing I've always wondered about content creators. Like, it seems like you just are constantly on camera. Like, you have so much content that you must be on camera all day, every day. And I can't imagine how much time it takes to then edit all that content and then select edit, yeah. what you want to actually use. Like, do you take Sundays or Mondays and, like, that's your content creation day and – or, like, yes. by the seat of your pants? Definitely not. No. it's um, <laughs> Some things obviously are, but if you create content daily you're, or just on a whim, you're going to – drive yourself crazy. There is, there won't be any balance in my life. And I need that with my full-time job, my husband, just like having, you know, a work, a good work-life balance. I can't shoot every day. I definitely don't. I, I, on Sunday nights, what I'll do is I'll plan out my week. I will look at my schedule and slot in the times that I need to do videos or I need to shoot or I need to leave the house to shoot somewhere or meetings or things like that, I will put a schedule together for the entire week. Obviously, it may go according to schedule and sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes I'll need an extra day to shoot or whatever. But for the most part, everything is time batched and like you need to do that because otherwise you're just constantly on your phone and I don't want to be on my phone all the time honestly I I like love to put my phone away yeah. I I don't like to scroll on Instagram I try to do that very minimal um and I try to yeah like you said like just batch my time I, I'll take two days out of the week to shoot a bunch of content. And if there's things that I need to shoot here and there, I'm, I'm happy to do so. I'll pull out my phone, do it, and put my phone away for whenever I need to post that. But for the most part, I, I schedule everything and make sure I, I film. Because like you said, there's a lot that goes into content creation. Like It's not just 
you know, taking a selfie and posting it. It's, it has, it's, it's so much more than that. And there's with now, uh, reels and things like that, there's a lot more video content that goes into it. And my gosh, it could take four hours to shoot something that is like a 30 second reel. And you're just like, holy shit. That's crazy. (laughs) Like that was my whole day. That is crazy. It's crazy. It's it's like good content creators make um, that look effortless. Like when I see the stuff you post and I'm like, oh, she probably just like rolled out of bed and looked at her phone and now she's got this great post, like making a smoothie with a lemon slice. Like I would, I never think about like how much time, except for like some of the fashion stuff where you have to change outfits and then time everything. So it like is that nice, beautiful transition. But otherwise, I think you did one like that and you're like, this took me four hours or something. Oh, you did post about that. that. Oh my God. I did. I did. That was Oh my gosh, never again. <laughs> my, my office was a mess. I had clothes everywhere. And it just, the editing took the longest part because you have to get it right on the, the oh beat. Oh my God. And I was like, why am I doing this? I questioned myself. I'm like, do I really need to do this? So but anytime like, you need no. to do a fashion, like post ever again, just keep using that one. Like, it's not worth it. It's still good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there, there's a lot that goes into it. And, and you know, I have to, I have to do that. So again, like when, when my husband's doing something, when Andrew's doing, you know, his own thing, I'll take the time and I will, you know, write a blog post post, or I will edit a video and then, you know, we'll say, okay, let's, let's give it two hours and then we'll, we'll meet for dinner or something like that. So again, just balancing your time and, and really scheduling everything because it, it does content creation takes Man, it takes a long time. And are brands cool at that? Like the ones that you work with, like do they reach out to you and they say, hey, we'd love for you to do a story or a post or I don't know if you have extended contracts with them or how that works. Um, But so you're like, well, this is what would work with my schedule and are most brands cool at that? Or are they like, oh, okay, we wanted something tomorrow. Like how does that, how does that all work? Oh, yeah, absolutely. No, they they give you like a ton of time. Um, So it could be, I probably haven't worked with a brand unless I'm given like a month um, in advance. So the whole contract, because a lot of brands actually want to know, like they don't give you any creative direction. Well, not for me at least that I, I ask for that. So it's all my own creativity that goes into a post or real stories, whatever. And a lot of them want to see see it beforehand so it's me shooting it and it's it's not like in live time that you're seeing it on instagram stories i've pre-recorded this already and the brand's seen it they've approved it and then it uh, it goes live on on instagram do they ever say like they don't like it or something and you have to redo it fingers crossed for me that has not happened um so i'm thankful oh, okay. that that's just such an old pro <laughs> honestly yeah it's, it's yeah everything is right there. They give it to you. It's, it's black and white. They, you know, they spell it out for you. These are the hashtags. This is what you cannot say. This is what you can say. Um, and just put it into your own words, which is exactly what I do. And so far, um, again, thankfully the brands that I've worked with have always loved what I produce and create for them, which is great. So (laughs) I'm going to keep doing that. It's such a, incredible industry that has come out of social media when you think about it like yes I mean it's always existed in a way Mm -hmm. you've always had people usually celebrities athletes and still 
do obviously yes. now that represent a brand and then people are influenced by that person but now it's like every little thing and there's so many niches like I noticed with you the brands that you work with like you have some from Australia yeah. and the UK and they're not like necessarily like a brand that you would go into a mall and see is that on purpose or is that just that these are the the brands that reach out to you yeah so they are the the brands that reach out to me and again like if I find them to be a good fit so the brand that you're talking about from Australia is uh, is ever new yes and they so people can shop them here in Canada they have stores in a mall so that's where I found um and I was shopping at ever new before they ever reached out to me they were a fun brand I absolutely loved their clothing and I guess just from posting and tagging them, they now have reached out to me and now I've been partnering with them, I think for probably over a year now. And um, yeah, I mean, as long as like my my followers are able to shop it, if, if Canadians weren't able to shop it, it's, I pretty much say no. I right. don't think that there's anything that I've promoted where Canadians can't shop it because that would kind of be even though I've got lots of mean. followers from all over, it would be me. Well, I appreciate it <laughs> because, because yeah. that's one of the things that, you know, you kind of, for some content creators, you go on, you're like, oh my God, I love that. And then you can't find it or it's just can't not available or they don't ship to Canada or whatever the case may be. Exactly. And it's just like, well, exactly. you just dangled this in front of me and I can't yeah. even have it. Exactly. But actually, and there's one brand that I actually did that with, um, that doesn't that doesn't actually sell in Canada, so I kind of stopped doing that. But I mean, at the I same love their time, products, I- <laughs> is that's a terrible thing because you obviously have followers not just from yeah. Canada. So yeah, exactly, exactly, and and I definitely I I think about that all the time too. But I'm Canadian. My followers, mm-hmm. my primarily all, a lot of my followers are from here, so I would just feel very again unauthentic to share something that wasn't available to Canadians. Like I'm happy to work with obviously US brands, UK brands, Australian brands, but as long as like at least they're able to ship to Canada, yeah, sure the duty fees might be, you know, crazy expensive and that's on whoever wants to buy the product, but as long as it's, you know, available to Canada. Well, what day and age are we in that we can't have something really like it should be open to everyone. And it's not like we're some tiny little remote village like we are a big country. We should be able to get all the stuff. But, you know, actually, I'm glad you said that about Evernew because I think when I went to look at the product like through your page, it Mm -hmm. brought you to the Australian, I think, site because it was in Australian dollars. Interesting. And so I was like, oh, it's an Australian brand. But you can I'll actually, take... you can go to evernew.ca. They have a Canadian site. Yeah, I didn't, I don't think, like okay. I didn't go that far down. And that's why, Oh. Okay. so I'm glad to know that now because I looked, it was a yeah. dress that you posted, I think a green dress. And I was like, oh, I need this. And um, yeah. and I, I think I just ended up like tapping and it took me out of, the, out of Instagram like it does or through Instagram and then I was discouraged yeah. because I thought it was like only available in Australia <laughs> so I didn't realize that it was available Way to clear in, it up. like which malls is it available yeah so they have one um I know at square one for sure because I've been to that location I, I'm pretty sure Eaton Center has it I don't, I don't know where you guys are but I know Eaton Center I think Eaton Center has it um 
There's not a ton of them around, but definitely square one. Awesome. So I have another question about your drink. The coffee. <laughs> like I said, I, I think I I will only ever sound creepy asking these questions. Um, not many people I go up to him like, can you talk to me about that drink you drink in the morning? Um, but yeah, it looks really good. And yes, I know your cups. You've linked a hundred times your coffee cups too. And I don't know if it looks so good in that um, in that clear glass or what, it but does. it's very appealing. That's yeah, why that anything what it, <laughs> that people post in those clear dishes, mug, bowl, yeah. plate, it just adds that extra feel good. of chic and luxury. Yes. It really does. On Even my husband you. feels that way. He's like, We're, we should get those mugs. Like we should. They're, yeah, we do. They're we fancy. <laughs> I know. I love them. I love them. So you make you make two drinks, I think, and and tell me if I'm wrong. But you have like a coffee drink, and then you have um, a turmeric latte. Or oh, yeah, yeah. What is yes? That? The healthy tea. <laughs> <laughs> it is such a good tea. So you <laughs> you put turmeric, cayenne pepper. Yes. Black pepper, lemon. What am I missing? No, that's it. Okay. And did you make this up yeah. or, or where did you find this? Honestly, it's it's not new. And I say okay. that in my blog post too. It's not a new thing. Turmeric is like such a healing mm-hmm. spice. People use it in everything. I mean, I cook with it. Me I, too. Yeah, I use it. Yeah, it's such a good spice. And then if you look up like healthy teas on Google, there's all sorts of variations about this, about this exact same drink, but it's just something that like I find so yummy and mm-hmm. it's just like it wakes me up in the morning and I love it. Um, so I decided again to share it because maybe not everybody Googles healthy teas. Definitely not. But um. actually Jess, Carolyn, who we also have had on the show from Carolyn TV account, um, she's a fitness uh, pro. She does something like that too. She does like a turmeric milk or so I don't know she made it looks delicious Ooh, like a turmeric latte probably. yeah it's yeah. something but I feel like it might be a cold drink I'd have to go back but that's another okay. one to check out so it is definitely something that I think is gaining popularity because mm-hmm. content creators are you know posting about showing it showing attention yeah but don't yeah. turmeric when you're drinking whenever I cook with turmeric when I am drinking like having wine I wake up and my tea towels are stained my kitchen like yeah. rugs are stained and it does not come off ever no no, no. all no. my utensils get stained from it I know but it's that is it. the one thing Just with turmeric yeah I especially having white counters I like newspaper the whole counter and I'm like nobody come near me when I'm pouring turmeric yes. when I'm cooking turmeric it's insane like everything is yellow I learned that the hard yes. way I didn't realize how like how much dye like natural dye yeah. from the little turmeric root thing can get yeah. everywhere like I they're this big in seconds and too. it's everywhere so, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and a magic eraser will not take no, that No, I have white counters now and I haven't touched turmeric because I'm like, I just I can't take the risk. I'm too close. Well, you guys, yeah, I wouldn't even, yeah. I know myself, I wouldn't even risk it. I know I will spill turmeric. I know I will spill red wine. I already know that. I can't. I can't have nice yeah. things. Yeah. <laughs> this is why we can't white have White nice counters things. is so risky. Yeah. <laughs> 
white counters is like just sign my solo ad there's no way oh man so good so for I wanted, you guys i wanted to chat more about like just the brand relationships with you too uh because is that since you had your blog and then you kind of added instagram to your 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 brand did you just start tagging the brands that you liked and then some of them reached out to you and were like let's let's collab or did brands reach out to you without you tagging them or both like how does that work yeah I mean when I first started out I again no one was paying me to do anything I was literally just creating content for people out there completely free just you know being my authentic self trying to just get myself out there and um gain followers started tagging um brands um, I'm trying to think if a brand reached out to me while I was tagging them, to be honest, I think they would just share it. They wouldn't necessarily reach out and say, Hey, let's, you know, start a partnership or let's collaborate in some way. I think the way that collaborations happen is that there are a lot of PR companies now out there that are following influencers. They will just, you know, maybe search up a hashtag like Toronto bloggers or something like that and look at a blogger and start following them. I have a lot of um, private accounts that are just different account um, directors or something from a PR company. And then I'll notice maybe a month after they've now emailed me in regards to a partnership. So they've found me, started following me. They're interested, They their client is obviously interested in what I have to say in you know my brand. And, um, that's how they, they reach out. So, and there's a lot of me reaching out to different brands as well. Like just still brands that I want to partner that? with. I still do that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Places I want to go. Yeah. So people I want to work with. Yeah. Like, okay, well that's a good idea. So now this summer, because we've been in COVID for fucking ever, it feels like I want to just go everywhere I can in Ontario. Like, and I live in St. Catharines. I live in Niagara. Um, I know you were in Niagara area. on the lake not too long ago. I love that area. <laughs> I know. It's gorgeous. I so was there So if there's last somewhere you want to go. Yeah. Lauren also <laughs> nice. came to visit. Um, and so if there's somewhere you want to go, are you going to like reach out to like someone there and be like, hey, I'm coming. Can we do something? Or like, how does that work? Yeah. Yeah. Actually, since we're talking about Niagara on the Lake, I'll, I'll talk about a, a winery that we partnered Which with. One? So two, two sisters. Mm, I know, um, yes, I know that. I don't know. Love, yeah. love them. Um, and I reached out to them and I said, Hey, like I, you know, we'd be interested in a tasting and they came back saying, yes, what about a lunch as well? Like, why don't we throw in a lunch? And it, again, this wasn't like a paid partnership or anything like that, but it was just, it was just, again, like such an authentic flow and such an authentic match um that it just worked like we happened to be there let's do a tasting let's have lunch I'll Instagram my experience there and that way you're exposed to just more people so and you get that experience complimentary then exactly exactly that's worth it for sure that is amazing so anywhere you want to go you're like it's on me guys and then you just (laughs) do your magic that's amazing. Pretty much. Wow. <laughs> not always. Not always. It's not like I go to restaurants just like, you know, asking for freebies all the time. It's it's not, it's nothing like that. <laughs> but, um, you know, it's, it's in the, again, it's in the back of my mind. And if there's a, there's, you know, like I said, I really wanted to 
like visit two sisters and I really wanted I thought like it would be just such a perfect fit they were it was a beautiful winery mm -hmm. and I thought hey why not why don't we go and like talk to the the owners they're two sisters <laughs> um and and just build a relationship with them and that's that's the best way to kind of again build relationships in this industry right you yeah, I feel like you have to have a certain level of confidence also to do both content creation and then if you want to build your personal brand through that, being able to reach out and be comfortable to say, hey, like, can we even just barter? Because that's kind of like a bartering system right there, right? And exactly. I guess for you also, you're thinking about, I want to go here, I like wine, and there's probably an element that you know would be good for the aesthetic of your page too. So exactly, you're kind yeah. of getting everything in one, which is awesome. But exactly, if it's a natural fit, then why not? Like I'm already in Niagara. I'm not going out of my way to go to Niagara to visit this one winery. I'm, I'm here. Let's do some wine tastings. And that way it, you know, it exposes the brand to other people when they're there. They're, they think, oh, let's go to Two Sisters. You know, Kim recommended this. Like, why not? And right. that makes me really happy. And a lot of people message me and say, hey, I'm at Two Sisters. Like, thanks for the reco. And I'm like, oh my God, that makes me so happy. <laughs> so yeah, speaking of that, you must get a million DMs. How, do you reach out to everyone back? Or well, like, that was one do? of the things 100%. that I wanted to ask about because you respond so quickly and shockingly quick. And I think that's fantastic and amazing because I think a lot of content creators uh, and influencers probably outsource their social media management. And that just adds to your character and like the authenticity of your brand for me personally anyway, is that like it's actually you. Like you're not just doing some yes. quick shots, throwing them on Instagram or handing them over to someone to curate everything for you. Like that's why yeah. it's your account is so engaging and it keeps people coming back and wanting more and feeling like they can actually connect with you and you're relatable. And um, the fact that you answer and respond to like all the DMs yourself blows my mind. Yeah, it's uh, again, you got to schedule that in your in your day to day. Um, and I make time for that. It is so important for me to be the one responding. It is so important to respond to people. And I get so many messages saying, thank you so much for responding. Like people don't do this. And I, I never understand why. I mean, maybe, you know, they've got tons of followers or tons of DMs that's, you know, that's exploding. But that's the whole point of being a content creator, being an influencer. If I'm putting content out there and somebody has a question about something, I want to be there to answer that question. There's a lot of people that yeah. say, you know, okay, um, can you tell me the size that you're wearing and whatever it is because they want to buy this piece and they need to compare the sizing. So not responding to that is just like, is like a, such a no-no for me. Um, I I absolutely feel the need to respond to everybody and I may not get to it so quickly, but you know, I try my best. I try my best oh. at least once a day to like make time for that. And I think that that's really important. Again, just continuing to build relationships, build friendships on, on social media. I, yeah, I don't think I'm a sure. celebrity. <laughs> I feel like I can answer DMs. I love that you just said that because that just really like made me think that there is two buckets, in my opinion, again, of and maybe that's sort of like the influencer versus content creator, or there's just two different types of individuals that do this as either a living or part of their 
um, a part of their making a living, um, is that you've got the ones like yourself who are truly authentic and truly real and like love what they're doing and doing it because it's a passion of yours, not just because you're hoping for a paycheck out of it or like some free everything. Um, And you're and some of the people that I follow, you can tell who kind of falls into that bucket where they're genuine and they want they they want you to reach out to them because that's why you're doing what you're doing. And then there's people I follow that you can tell they're just making money and it's not genuine like I don't necessarily dislike their content but you know that it's not them even probably posting it or you message them about something that they did post and you never hear back and it's kind of like well I actually have more questions or I want to know and I don't and I do not expect random strangers on the internet to be (laughs) to feel obligated to respond to me um but I do think that there is some it would be nice it would be nice um but I do think there is a little bit of obligation that does go with that because without your followers you wouldn't be anything so you do have to respect that whole dynamic right the follower exactly influencer relationship and again that's that's what's very drawing to your account is you just kind of feel like a friend like you're watching a friend or you know this person you're like oh I I own that too or like oh I'm gonna go get that or like thanks friend for recommending this like it it feels like you can it's attainable like you're not posting like oh these new like seven thousand dollar gucci shoes yeah. like just run out and <laughs> like grab those from whole guys like like no I'm, yes. i won't be doing that yes 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 <laughs> and like thank you for saying that because like i think my goal with this whole thing is to come off as i'm i'm your friend that's that's what i am i'm your friend i'm sharing you know this turmeric tea that I made in the morning or this is the, you know, the lemon smoothie or whatever. Like I, w- I want to feel like your friend and I try my best and I know some things are, you know, a little expensive and things like that. But I, again, I try and it's all a balance to me, right? You have mm-hmm. to be able to share inexpensive things as well as sort of expensive things. Um, and just, again, this, incorporates like your authentic self your your true self that you show up on Instagram and and be I'm not trying to be anybody other than myself but you have an audience that spans the board right so some things Mm -hmm. that you post resonate more with a specific demographic of your audience versus the other so I, I think that that is great and that's what people want too and maybe people don't realize something isn't as expensive as they thought and now they see you showing it and they're like oh well you know what maybe that's a like treat myself sort of thing or who knows what the reason is but <laughs> we need all we need the all stuff. of the things <laughs> but you give a good range of products of everything um so there's you've kind of got yeah. something for everybody but speaking of you know reaching or responding to your followers how do you deal with the negativity like do you get much of that do you get trolled do you get trolls like I haven't really noticed ever (laughs) on your in the comment section anybody being nasty or negative um I mean I don't sit there and read every comment that gets posted on your um (laughs) no that would be creepy shocking (laughs) I know you're surprised at this but No, but I mean, there's a lot of accounts that like the first, within the first three comments, someone has something awful to say. Negative to say. Yeah. And I actually did a blog post on this not too long ago. And I like to call it negative noise because 
That's all it is. It's noise. And you have to block it out just like noise on your day to day. You know, you're hearing a sirens or whatever, and you block that out. That's exactly what that is. Negative comments, negative people block that shit out. (laughs) Um, and thankfully I don't get a lot of that. Um, you know, there's very few times where I can even remember a negative comment. And again, I don't like to respond to that. I actually think that it's a waste of my time to respond to somebody like that. I, I just leave it. Um, block them, mute them, whatever, and, and carry on. Cause like I said, it's noise. And you know, I try to put out positive content as much as possible. And I expect that back from people. I expect positive reactions or no reaction or whatever, but I don't, I don't need, I don't have time for, for negative people, negative comments. And yeah, and that's yeah. the thing. Your co- your content is light. It's you know it's exactly not like, like what would you really you know, need to be negative really no about? Reason. There's nothing exactly. to like. There's no like reason you're for you're that. just a full blown yes. miserable hater. If you could find something on your account <laughs> to just yes. troll, yeah. be like, well, I don't like yeah. blueberry lemon smoothies, so screw I, you. <laughs> like, there's nothing. Honestly, you'll be surprised. People will find yeah. things. Oh, that's, like, I'm negative not surprised. People will find <laughs> things. Yeah to to just nitpick about and you're just like what like who has the time why, why did you yeah no but you, we you know that people that? are yeah. fucking crazy yeah so anyways, i'm glad to hear um, that you don't get so, trolled or like a lot of negative uh response to yeah. any of your content because again like there isn't really anything but it is kind of refreshing to hear that too because you know we've talked to a lot of different people um depending on what industry or what space they're in they don't have that same experience because there's so many people that have their own opinions that yeah. feel that everybody needs to hear yeah. them. And like us with the podcast, we feel that everyone needs to hear our opinions. <laughs> so we literally go on microphones and publish what we say every fucking week. <laughs> We're not dramatic at all. Uh, so can you tell us a little bit about what is expected like from the pipeline from you throughout the summer? Like what can we expect to see? from you and are you going to be doing any more like house stuff or (laughs) yes can you link every single thing behind you yes please no your last home sense run i'm like stop i'm what the hell i want all of that (laughs) i oh my god i was so sad this whole year not going to home home sense and i'm just like oh my god like i need to you went wild and i loved it all Yes, I, I actually went crazy. I was like, oh my gosh, I need everything. And my husband was with me. Andrew was with me. And I was like, God, you are a saint for being here. And he was being so good. Yeah, that was one of the ones that I was like, oh, good for him. But I will say, and like first world problems for sure, but it would be tough to move your house and not have a home sense to go to. Like everyone needs a home sense anyways. But when you're moving now, you went from your condo. Yes. Fuck's yeah. sakes, it's so weird <laughs> to your house. You need all that stuff because now you have the you backyard. Do. And, you need and you I do. also have to say, my brother-in-law's name is Andrew, but we call him no. Drew. That's oh, where I, I came with that. I wasn't like oh. being like, okay, let me just give him a nickname, okay? <laughs> no. I had to clarify. Yes, is actually best friends with Drew, not you. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) 
He's my buddy. We're, I call him Drew. If our listeners haven't been <laughs> no, able I had to, to tell say at that. this point, like we clearly follow Kim and the Chic Confidential <laughs> closely and know everything that she allows us you. to know about her life. <laughs> I think Thank I'm you. like being so weird <laughs> because I really don't follow anyone like you. Like I don't follow a lot of accounts like that. <laughs> so you're my you. one and only. <laughs> Thank you. Oh my god. Jess is the number one fan. <laughs> You're so sweet. <laughs> Be careful. So I also have like a stupid Instagram with 300 people on it private. Like I do not post. So you, you, you're the one and only and that's why I feel like I'm talking to a celeb. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm gonna stop being weird oh now. My gosh. Oh, I love it. I love it. Thank oh you. God, Thank so you funny. so much. So back to the um, question: What can we expect yeah. from you in the summer? Oh, <laughs> yeah. So the summer. What's next? Um, obviously a lot of home content. There is now that Home Sense is open, and now that we're able to like get out and, you know, go into stores again. Seemed like. Oh my God, a lifetime that we were in the house. Mm. Um, I'm, there'll be a lot of home content and I think a lot of people are very excited about that because everybody was messaging <laughs> saying, yes, I want to see a home tour. <laughs> and I, I felt so awkward doing like an unfinished home tour, but yeah. I guess people were interested in that. And I was like, okay, cool, great. Um, so yeah, we want to fill the house and there's going to be a lot more home content. And um, again, just a lot more video content. Video seems to be taking off with... Um, you know, this industry. So a lot more video content. Any travels or anything scheduled? Oh, I hope so. Yeah. <laughs> I hope so. So our one year anniversary, we got married um, in December 31st, 2020. We remember. Yes, we know. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you kept that a good secret we from were us there. for a while. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm hoping uh, by December 31st this year, we'll be able to travel everything should be open, fingers crossed. Uh-huh. Um, I'd love to to do an anniversary trip somewhere, maybe Mexico, who knows. Oh, um, so nice. Yeah, we would. I would love to. So yeah, travel plans, yes. Um, but yeah, just, just a lot more content and keeping consistent with it because that's it important. Is. And your, your brand is so consistent yeah. and we love it. Um, so you. I just had one other question before we sadly let you go because we could chat forever um but is yeah. is being a content creator something that you'd eventually want to do full-time like be sustained by your brand partnerships and like leave your full-time job or no the thing is I love my full-time job I absolutely love it I'm I work in the events industry and I'm an event coordinator mm-hmm. um not surprised at this I I love it it's no. Yeah, it was something that I again like. It came out of my my fashion school. Um, I was doing events like that. I I kind of um, specialized in that, and um, I have been doing it ever since, just with different companies here and there. But um, I do really love it. Um, so I don't know. I don't know the answer to that question we'll because see, I, I love both things that I do. I love the content creation. It comes so easily to me um, as as a blogger. Content creation is something that I absolutely adore. And um, again, I, I never feels like work to me. And and same with the events industry. But who knows? Maybe. Amazing. Well, okay. Amazing. Leave us with one misconception about being a content creator and one tip for the young ladies that are trying to get into this crazy industry. <laughs> there's, a, there's a lot of misconceptions. Give us a <laughs> juicy one. The best one. 
Yeah. Yeah, a juicy one. Uh, that influencers are like these airy, airheaded, ditzy girls who all they do are take selfies and get paid for it. That is a misconception that I do not like. Um, we really put thought into creating content. It is such a big part of our job or our work is um, storyboarding, editing, coming up with content, working, you know, communicating with brands, getting things approved. There is so much time and energy that goes into each and every post. It's not just like, you know, the the whim post that you may think it is. Um, so I'd say that's, that's a big misconception. I can see um, that for sure. And your other question was... Me too. Yeah, yeah. Your other question was a tip for the young, the young influencers yes. of the world. <laughs> yes. Yes. Okay. So big tip. Do not do it for the paychecks. Do not do it for the paychecks. Come into this because it is a passion and that you truly enjoy creating content. You truly enjoy connecting with people. I think that's huge with this industry. And I think a lot of young people think that, okay, this is like super easy money. I'm just going to, you know throw some lipstick on and, you know, make money out of this, make a quick buck. Just don't do it for that because I started not thinking that I would get a dime out of any of this. I solely did it because, you know, I wanted to put really good information out there on the internet, on the blog, and then partnerships came to me and I was like blown away by that. So um, I never, never did it for the money. Not once. I still don't do it for the money. That's amazing. amazing. And I think that's a great tip just because that's probably how you secure longevity in this industry yeah. too is like if you're out yeah. there just trying to stack chips out of, you know, hoping that because you are pretty and you put on lipstick, then that's probably not good. Maybe it'll work for like a paycheck with one brand, but it probably won't keep you in the game yeah. for too long. So I think that's it's awesome. It's certainly not relatable. Yeah, exactly. And I, and I think Absolutely. it comes across like the people that are just like trying to get the money out of it. Like we have said a million times, your account is so authentic. Yeah. It comes across that way. And um, <laughs> say it one more time. We're clearly fans <laughs> if you hadn't noticed. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, guys. Thank you so much. I loved doing this Yes, this, this was you. great. Yeah, Thank so you for your time. Thank you. We'll be watching. Yeah. <laughs> but make sure before you, you go to let everyone know where they can find you and your blog. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. So the blog is thesheconfidential.com and Instagram is at thesheconfidential. And Yay, as always, amazing. follow us at herspective mm-hmm. underscore podcast. Thank you so much, Kim. This was amazing. You know, like I said, we'll be watching every single thing you do. So (laughs) thanks for doing what you do. So thank you in advance. Thank you. Thank you for following. Thank you. Bye. Bye.